4. To increase the baseline of performance at hospitals, a number of different studies have explored the use of checklists in critical care situations. 5. The introduction of checklists in critical care settings has been met with resistance, mostly from physicians, who sometimes see the routine procedure as an affront to their experience and authority. Checklists have also helped shift the balance of power in surgery teams, giving nurses room to question the physician. 6. Not all checklists are made equally. The best checklists are efficient and can be completed quickly, but are also comprehensive enough to address all, or most, emerging complexities and variables. 7. When communication is part of the checklist, it creates a sense of investment and participation on the part of the individuals involved. This, in turn, boosts the team's overall performance. 8. Despite the proven efficacy of checklists, many in the medical field continue to resist such a simple solution to increased performance. We hope you're enjoying this audiobook. Download our mobile app to get unlimited text and audio summaries of best-selling books. Visit instaread.co to find out more. Analysis Key Takeaway 1 Philosophers Samuel Gorovitz and Alastair McIntyre believe that there might be two reasons for why doctors fail in medicine, ignorance and ineptitude. Analysis In the 1970s, Gorovitz and McIntyre wrote an essay on medical failures that identified two principal causes of failure. These are ignorance, or the failure to fully comprehend a problem or situation, and ineptitude, the failure to correctly apply one's knowledge and skill. In the contemporary world, scientific research findings vastly improve doctors' knowledge of conditions like heart disease and help them disseminate awareness about how to prevent heart attacks and minimize contributing factors to heart disease. Likewise, a tremendous amount of scientifically-based knowledge is now available about numerous other subjects, including the construction of skyscrapers and the prediction of weather. Yet increased availability of information does not necessarily decrease ignorance or guarantee that well-informed specialists will get it right. By putting what Gorovitz and McIntyre call necessary fallibility aside, a different sort of error comes into view incorrect application of correct and important information. While it might be unsettling to think of trained professionals having lapses in judgment or simply having too much to think about in emergency situations, the reality is that human error can and does happen, including in life-or-death situations such as the operating room. Experience and skill are viewed as factors that decrease the odds of failure, that is, with expertise, it's less likely that errors of misapplication will occur. But the odds are never zero, and in the operating room or on the flight deck of a plane, failing to perform a basic function can mean the loss of life. Key Takeaway 2 Advances in all industries, especially medicine, have resulted in a vast body of knowledge that can be overwhelming 
This poses the problem of how to effectively use cutting-edge information to benefit the greater good and save lives. Analysis In many fields, increased knowledge has led to both specialization and super-specialization. Experts devote years to learning a narrow section of their craft, yet despite these vast improvements in medical information, an estimated 150,000 deaths result from surgery each year. Half of these deaths are due to error. Further specialization of expertise is not needed. Instead, a better, more efficient way to apply current knowledge will improve the odds of success and decrease the odds of failure in surgeries. Further improving health and safety outcomes requires a bridge between what is learned via studies and labs and how that knowledge is applied in context. For example, the WHO has shown that...